You know, it's always a good day when you get new music from Aaron Goodvin, Michelle Wright, Dwayne Steele, and more, but to have them all on the same track together? Well, it's something special, isn't it? And this week we chat about Looking for a Lockdown with You. It's a new single to support musicians in Canada. Let's get to it. Starting off a very special episode 8 of Lounging with Luca with a chat with CCMA Hall of Famer Michelle Wright. Joining us virtually from Nashville right now. Michelle, your place has a nice blanket of snow on it in Nashville. Have you ever seen that much snow in uh, the region you're at in Nashville? Yes, yes. We we, we, we get this here and there uh, every now and then. Uh, it's been a few years since we've seen this kind of snow. Actually, the last time that I recall... Beverly Mahood, Patricia Conroy, and myself were at a friend of ours home, a, 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 an American gal. She's one of our, our dear friends. We've got a little circle of friends down here. We were there helping her hang up some pictures. And it started to snow when we Canadian girls were looking out the window and going, ah, that's nothing. Ah, oh, that's nothing. You know, and then I guess about an hour in, we started looking at it thinking, we better maybe rethink this. It might be time to start heading home. And what would have normally taken me about 15 or 20 minutes ended up taking me about five hours to get home (laughs) because down here, you know, they're just not prepared for that kind of weather. No, right. And yeah. And so, uh, so I learned the hard way. And then another time, one other time earlier in my uh, living here in, in Nashville, snow came and I was supposed to go hang out my, uh, a friend of mine. We were going to go hang out at, an, at another friend's house and started to snow. And I'm like, oh, this is nothing. And we just got in my car and I was like, come on, we can make it. And we ended up getting uh, hit five times in my Ooh. in the car. Now, what? I, with, fortunately, they were just sort of we were like on the side of the road, you know, and cars just kept. But it was like a car pile up forever. So uh, you learn to stay home when it snows in Nashville. <laughs> that is the uh, the 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 uh, the uh, undeniable lesson in all of that. Absolutely, I bet. Yeah, it's. I mean, some of the. The, the scenes that we've seen down there and you were sharing your thoughts with everybody in the Texas region as we should be. It's uh, unbelievable That's what they're terrible. seeing there. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, I was just I was actually just talking to a friend before we spoke and, and it, it is such a beautiful view outside the window, you know, no doubt. Uh, but I will say that it is admittedly uh, a bit challenging to to really enjoy this, knowing that that the folks in Texas is very, very, it's just a disaster. And so it just sort of makes me go, God, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, posting a bunch of, Oh, you know, happy, happy, joy, joy pictures on Facebook because uh, my, my heart is, uh, is, is, I just feel a little sad for those folks, you know, because it's serious. Absolutely. It is very much so. Um, but within all of this, you hear some great stories of people helping out their neighbors and opening opening up their doors and their shelter uh, for these these people who need it. And I, I mean, if you want to call this a tie in into what the project that we're working on here, it's all about helping those in need. And that's exactly what this project is with uh, looking for a lockdown. What an exceptional project that this has been a song that was written uh, before you got a part of it. And I'm very interested to know how you became a part of this project. 
Troy Kokel, who is, uh, and, and Joni, his wife, uh, who are writers, and, and Troy is a producer. And apparently, when I was talking to Greg, I don't know if he was joking with me or not, but I, he had mentioned that him and uh, Stella, I believe, would it be Stella, Greg and Stella? Oh, uh, yeah, with CFCW, yes. Yeah, we're we're we're, uh, we're part of writing the song together, and then he <laughs> joked and he said he said they probably threw out everything that Stella and I wrote, and then just as professional writers, you know, to, you know, <laughs> use their parts. I don't know about that, but uh, in speaking <laughs> with Greg, he was saying that they got together and got writing this funny tongue-in-cheek song, and 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 you know, had the idea that. Uh, that perhaps something like this could be recorded and that we could raise money for it. And so uh, they, they sent me the song and sent it to my manager. And then my manager passed it on to me and I loved it. The lyric and the, uh, you know, you've in, in these un, unprecedented, unusual, just t- these times that we're living in that are, are, boy, the yin and the yang of these times where so many people are talking about being able to be with their families and, and spend, you know, kind of maybe focus on some of the things they haven't been focusing on for years because they've been so busy just out there trying to, you know, keep it all together. But uh, the yin and the yang of these times and, and how important it is to have a little bit of sense of humor if if, if you can. Mm-hmm. And so when they sent me this song, I laughed. I just thought I would so love to be a part of this. And in particular, uh, uh, to be to add a, a little bit of you know sense of humor to things, and then to imagine being able to be given the opportunity uh, to try to help out those in need right now, because uh, my my fellow musicians and 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 artists and gosh industry people, you know our industry's been hit so hard. It, it's it, it's funny because I I would think at times. I remember, you know, during the Great Depression, you know, the one thing that survived was music because people needed music. And and I sort of felt like falsely, obviously, I, although I get it's such a rare scenario we're living under. But I felt like we were sort of uh, untouchable because people always need music. And we we artists will give us a stage and a guitar and well, you can't keep us off of it. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, it has affected our industry in, in, in a really serious way. Proceeds from this track will go to support the Unison Benevolent Fund. Did you know going into the track, obviously you heard it, did you know that this uh, song would be would have that charity aspect to it? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Do you know, I typically, I, I don't involve myself with too many things like this because, you know, you can spread yourself a bit too thin. Mm-hmm. But to me, uh, was, a, was a no-brainer, yeah. Yeah, um, so many, so many artists are are struggling right now. So this will go to support them during their time of need. Um, yeah, if, if people are listening right now and they want to go download the track, you know that the money is going to a great cause. So don't be don't be ashamed to buy several copies of it. You know, <laughs> just do yourself a favor because first off, I mean the the the, the you know the the. the artistry that the singing and the production and everything is really good and it's got such a a light hearted beat about it but it's just funny <laughs> it's just really funny hey girl i know we've just been casual day but times like these got us accelerating nothing like a plague to get your heartbeat racing yeah i've got enough lights off for two and come over later Don't lick the buttons on the elevator Grab a cup 
rolls of toilet paper I'm looking for a lockdown with you Darling, could be pretty sweet Legally can find a 700 square feet Stuck here together till 2023 Playing bummy with your parents on Zoom We can load up at Costco on 200 cans of beans Eat a crate of cookies, gain the COVID-19 Nothing says commitment quite like quarantine, yeah I'm looking, looking for a lockdown with you Ooh, look into my eyes Ooh, love like ours can be sanitized Let's hunker down together, leave the cooties outside Ordering pizza, fighting with strangers online As long as we're together, honey, I don't mind I'm just looking for a lockdown So baby, it's lockdown I'm looking for a lockdown with you recording process with this song because obviously uh, yourself Aaron Goodwin Dwayne Steele and Amber Marshall couldn't be in the same room to record it how did that process go down yes and if I may add also that uh, Scarlett Butler who is Joni and Troy they're also singing on there too okay great. wonderful voices. yeah just wonderful singers well you know what it, it it was my first time back into the studio and uh, and Bob Funk is my producer, and he's he's a fine young Saskatchewan boy, Canadian fella. Uh, him and he's married to Patricia Conroy, uh, and they live down here. And he's been producing for me now for a few years. Such a great talent, and I'm glad to to be uh, under his wing of uh, of. Uh, he really helps me to 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 do what I love to do. And so, but we were very uh, uh, you know uh, COVID conscious you know conscientious in that so he's got a sort of a two section in his studio and so he's got his area where he's got his recording board and then he has right up at the top of the stairs to the right is the vocal booth area and so I just walked into his house walked up the stairs with my mask on went in and into the vocal booth and uh, did my thing so we did all of the proper protocols and and you know it worked quite well you, you know because Bob and I are friends and our our lines of communication are are easy it worked well for us to be able to to do it that way, even though we couldn't really be hanging out and giggling and laughing and carrying on like we do face to face. Can yeah. I ask you one last question? Yes, because th this is something I've asked every guest on my podcast so far. Not not that it was built into it, but everybody has a different answer for this about writing about the pandemic. Uh, a lot of people think we hear enough of it in the news. We don't want to write a song about it, but others are saying, thinking that this is encompassing our world right now. So we have to write about it. Where do you stand on that? This, this track fits perfectly into that. Yes. 
Well, it's interesting because I was actually just laying on the couch last night thinking about, I wonder how this is going to evolve into a song for me. I don't know yet, you know. Um, I I just don't know. I tend to take a little while to process things. I sort of like am in the moment. And then once something passes, I then take the time to reflect. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I wonder what what this will, how this will translate for me in song. I haven't, I've been writing, but I haven't written anything that is, a, although I do know that my writing is absolutely being affected by this because I just, uh, oh, you know, you can't help but be, be, be but be, be affected by it. Of course. But we'll see. I'm looking forward to seeing what it will, will be. Honestly, my heart is broken in so many ways that, I'm I'm trying to just write happy songs because I just feel a, a heaviness like a, like we all do, mm-hmm. you know. So we'll see. We'll see what it is. Yeah. Well, uh, you want to talk about a happy song? I think this uh, looking yeah. for a lockdown is definitely that happy song. <laughs> I needed it. I really <laughs> needed it, and I'm so happy that I can be could be a part of it. Well, it won't take any more of your precious time, Michelle Wright. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. This was a real treat for me, a bucket list item. Uh, we got Aaron Goodwin queued up next here, but uh, the track it's called "Looking for a Lockdown." It is out now, and money goes to a great cause. Buy it, people. So important. Please do it. And you'll enjoy it, I promise. Thank you. Nice to chat with you. See you guys on some stage somewhere (laughs) soon, I hope. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Aaron Goodman joining us on the line right now. He's been waiting patiently on hold. And Aaron, I knew you were listening to part of that chat there. So we'll keep it going with looking for a lockdown with you. Um, Give me your first impressions of the song when you, when you first heard it, I mean, you weren't there for the writing process really. Uh, so what, when you first heard the rough draft of this song, what were you thinking? Yeah, I just, I thought it, I mean, obviously it's got, you know, it's, it's tongue and cheeky, which I always like. And, um, and you know, it's just all the people involved. I, I, I'm a big sucker for, you know, human beings that I really like and, you know, with Greg Shannon and, and uh, everybody over there that's kind of worked on it and tried tried to like get the lyric and fix the lyric and I heard all these different stories about it and um, you know for me it's a little it's a little strange not not being a writer and being asked to sing on something because usually you know when I'm you know involved from such an early um, you know place I people ask to me to bring my writing skills to the table and mm-hmm. um, but it, the song didn't need it you know at all and you know, and I told him that I was like, "Hey, this this song is what it is. I think people will, you know, love it the way it is. So why why change it?" So that's so uh, amazing from my point of view. I mean, you're such a heavy hitter in in the music community, among many other aspects of your career. But the the fact that you didn't really have a writing say on this song, I think, is very surprising to me. But also, kudos to Greg and everybody who came up with the original uh, writing of this song. Yeah, and and like I say, that because the song is is you know what it is, it's like you know to to change anything is it, like it literally just made no sense to me <laughs> to be like, oh, I'm I want to sing other lines. Like I was like, no, this is this is really cool, and um and you know for such an amazing cause. I mean, I've, I you know I first heard about the Unison Benevolent Fund through. Um, uh jj voss at the ccmas and and i wasn't even really aware um i mean i i had heard of them i didn't i wasn't aware of what they did 
um and given the current state you know of the music business and us not being able to to actually go and play live you know having um having the benevolent fund there you know just just to have your back in case something were to happen you know in these times where we're you know really struggling to make a living you know and and get out there i mean most of the money that's made um you know with artists is through touring so mm-hmm. um you know when i when i saw that jj had gone through all his problems and was they were able to help him you know kind of with his uh, medical situation it really um you know, it's it's really nice to know that somebody is out there that has your back like that. It's pretty great. Absolutely, and JJ is a, a huge advocate for the fund. And if you didn't know, it there was um it was kind of an emergency situation where he couldn't play, he couldn't perform, he couldn't make money, and the fund helped him out. Now, if somebody's listening and they think, uh, what does the Unison Benevolent Fund do? I know it supports artists, but what do they do? Do you have any more insight into what that fund does? From, from what I you know, from what I understand of it, um, you know it it lands more in the, um, you know, if something were or is to happen to an artist um, to where their livelihood is taken away. I mean, a lot of artists out there are, um, you know, like I said, we're we're all kind of struggling, but, but I think like, you know, I think there's, (laughs) I think there's a lot worse struggles that a lot of people have. And, and, um, you know, in a case like JJ's, you know, with his, you know, his back, it was, it was more of a, you know, a medical issue. And, like we as musicians, you know, um, I always, you know, it always, it still blows my mind to this day that, you know, I'm sure there are still people um, that look at me and my career and go, um, wow, he must just be having just a, a great time, you know, and, and he must be making all this money and he must be doing all this stuff. And then, <laughs> and then to turn around and say that like, wow, it's amazing to make money at a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> And, and it's like, well, it's not really a hobby, you know, like this is, this is our way of life. You know, you may go up and go to an office every day, um, but we go out and perform for people. And, and um, you know, that's our job. Our job is to, you know, you know, it's not like it's a, it's any different, you know, we have to be on time and we have to, we know we got to bring it. And we, you know, we really, you know, for, for me anyway, it's about, you know, um, when I go out and play and perform, like I give it all I got, you know? Yeah. And, and it's my job to do that. So I think, you know, with the benevolent fund, um, being there to, you know, we really have no other, uh, uh, we, we don't have anywhere to go if, if, you know, something happens to us medically or we don't have, you know, um, and we need, we need funds to help us carry through. If we can't be on stage, then we can't do the work. And so I think, you know, um, you know, I think from that, uh, that's kind of the way I understand it is, you know, they kind of have your back in situations where, you know, you can't physically go out and do the work, um, which is amazing because, you know, I think I think in any other profession, there are things that you can do to, you know, if you can't get up and walk or whatever, <laughs> you know, you can still you can still sit behind a computer if that's what it takes. And, and for us, it's like we can't physically do that. Oh, absolutely. And it's great to have a fund like that, that that has your backs. I was talking with Michelle Ray just moments ago, and she was saying, uh, candidly, she thought that musicians and the whole industry would be safe through all of this because no matter what, in any time in the history, like in the past, we've always needed music. So she thought everybody would be safe, but obviously uh, not everybody. Nobody is safe from what's happening well, in the world right you, now. You know, my, fam- my family and I have had that conversation time and time again. You know, it's it's uh, you know if something um, if something were to happen uh, in technology or 
you know, and we lost, you know, all internet and <laughs> connected for the rest of our lives, you know, you could still sit around a campfire and play, but, yeah. but never in a million years would we have, would we have thought that, you know, a situation like this would come along where it's like, Oh, we can't actually gather, yeah. you know, which is, which is what really, which is what music is all about. So, um, you know, but I, I see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel and, you know, and basically we thought I was going to be good, you know, it's like, well, no matter what, you know, he's right. going to need somebody to play some music or even if it's around a campfire or whatever. And, and, uh, and so to have this happen to, to an industry that's, you know, already trying to figure out a bunch uh, you know, income, you know, uh, streams and stuff like that, that they're already having issues with, with the streaming world and all that stuff. It's, it's just such an it's such an interesting time for us and and uh, you know so it's 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 important for artists um, to educate themselves about um, uh, the Unison Benevolent Fund and what it can do for them. Uh, it's uh, you know it, it's very important that we bring music to people. You know, it's I think mm -hmm. music is what brings unity and and uh so it's just so important for us to stay focused on that absolutely couldn't have said it better myself there uh we were also talking with michelle she had mentioned that uh she wished she wrote more songs when she started her career now this project that you've all been a part of it's not a typical song or project to put together um but you know with all the writing that you've done in the past have you ever put together any other quirky hyper topical song if you want to call it that that maybe we haven't heard you know, it's it's such a it's such a struggle for me because I feel like um, you know it's really it's fun it's it's a lot of fun to write those songs mm -hmm. and I think in my career I think I think as a songwriter who's trying to make money it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to find that you know it's really hard to write that in my opinion I you know Lonely Drum of course being the massive exception in this um, case yeah. Um, <laughs> Like that was a song that, you know, I, I, I laugh because everybody's like, I've, I've had a lot of artists that, that have come up to me and said, well, I need, I need a lonely drum. And I was like, well, that doesn't happen every day. And, no. and if you're coming to me for another one, I'm going to use it for myself. <laughs> you know, it's like, and it's, it's because they're, they're hard songs to write, you know, they're hard. Um, uh, it's hard to capture that. And that, that was kind of the reason why I didn't, you know, the my writing and i was just kind of happy to be asked as just an artist to be a part of it right because um you know I, it, it sort of speaks to me uh, as an artist as opposed to just a songwriter which for for a long time i had to break out of that just a songwriter thing so i'm you know i'm really you know i'm really excited to be a part of it and um you know but it's those are hard songs to write i mean they're not they're not the easiest thing um, to uh, get across, but I think they did such a great job. And, and obviously, you know, when they wrote it, there was something in the room that they, you know, had to get it done and finished. I know what that's like, you know, when, when you feel like you, you know, catch lightning in a bottle and you have to, <laughs> and you have to, you know, keep it in there to, to, you know, you got to finish it and get it, get it done with. So I'm sure, uh, you know, I'm sure something like that had happened when they wrote it. And, and like I said, I'm just happy to be a part of it. So. Yeah. Um, can we talk about that that feeling that you get quickly? This won't take long. But when you get a song like Lonely Drum or any of these those songs like that and you capture that feeling, is there any other way to describe that hit song other than you know it's going to be a hit? You just have a gut feeling about it. There, there's really no other way to describe that, is there? No, it's there isn't. It's it's it is literally the most um it's 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 so exhilarating it's like 
it totally is like lightning in a bottle. It's like you can't, you know, and then like the only way I can explain it is that as soon as you've written it, you're you're already talking yourself out of it. Okay. You know, like it, it's already this thing where you're like, well, it's almost like your mind can't comprehend what just happened. Right. And it's trying to reason, you know, it's trying to be like, <laughs> oh, well, this must just be a joke or, you know, like it's because too- <laughs> it, it literally feels like such like a massive hit. And and we're we're experiencing it like all over again here in the U.S. with Lonely Drone. I was it, just going to say congratulations. It, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And it, but it's so crazy. Like the, the people that I wrote it with, like we were like, we wrote this song. I mean, how long ago I yeah. mean, we're talking, we're talking 2014, right. you know? <laughs> and it's like, we're still, this song is still going. And it's, it's literally the most, it, it's just such a magical thing. You can't put a, you know, you, it, it, to, to go in and try and replicate it every day would drive you mad you know yeah it's just it happens when it happens and it it's just like a, it's just you catch it and you 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 lay it out there and you know and it takes somebody to bring something up and then me to go to have this you know history with girls not coming over and you know it's just it's just <laughs> all turned into magic and uh you know it's like you can't like i said it's lightning in a bottle you can't uh you, you know you just have to celebrate it when when it does happen and it, and it does happen for every I do, I do believe it happens at least once for, you know, every artist or songwriter out there when they, you know, they just know that they have something. Uh, it, it's happened very, very few times in my career. Um, Miss Me It was another song that, that um, you know, we were getting prepared to write with Jeffrey Steele, who's a big hit writer, and ended up with with Miss Me Yet, and we knew we had to finish it. So yeah. it's yeah. like, you know, it only happens every once in a while because the energy is all there in the room. And you have to, you just have to capture it. And you're just lucky to be holding a guitar sitting with two other writers when it does happen, you know? So it's, it's pretty magical. That's such an interesting take on things. And I totally get that, that kind of a drug feeling that you get that in, the endorphin rush when you hit that mm-hmm. perfect song. Yeah. I, I can imagine. Yeah. I, I see why you do the yeah, things you, you just, do. <laughs> you just know, you know, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's like, it's like when I met my wife, like I, I knew I fought it for a long time, but I knew. Right. And I think, you know, and it's those like intuitions that you have to, you know, I think you have to pay attention to, um, you know, in this world in general, you know, it's like, it's like, oh, this is, this is that. <laughs> right, <yeah. laughs> so, and stop fighting it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we've all, we've trained ourselves to think if it's too good to be true, it's not true. And yeah, you really right. have to well, get out in, of that. In, in design, you know, in design for human beings, I think, it, I think that's just designed to keep us safe. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, but it's, um, you know, it, but it's so important for us to, to act on those those intuition type situations yeah well this got deep here this morning thank you didn't it wow (laughs) didn't expect that when we opened up the phone lines here but uh no it's great Um, (laughs) well congratulations on the lonely drum success now in the states every time you take your time still flying up the charts here congratulations on that and the country it's such a great song such a great song no thank you it's that i love that song so much it reminds me of of it reminds me of growing up. I I think of myself sitting in my uh, room upstairs in Spirit River, Alberta, listening to some new record that I just brought home, and that's what that reminds me of. It just I just love it so much. It's a very you song too. That line in there, uh, that smile on your what is it? Smile on your face. There it is, right there. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that line right there is so Aaron Goodwin, and I love it. 
It's great. I love it. It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, the Country Music Alberta Awards go this weekend. You're up for Single of the Year for Good Old Bad Days and Male Artist of the Year. Congratulations on those nods, too. Always good Thank in the home so province, much. isn't it? Yes. Uh, you know, it's it's probably the best. I've, I've, I'm a very, very proud Albertan. And, uh, you know, awards, I think, are, you know, um, really cool. And, uh, you know, but certainly just being up for them is a is more than enough for me uh, to be up for a couple awards. I, I've I've always said, you know, for me, it's always really just been about the songs and, and getting the songs delivered in, in a way that I, in the way that I would do it. And um, so, you know, to have just to be up for awards is like it's it's really cool. It's an extra added bonus in in my career. But it's, uh, you know, I I love all those guys that are that I'm up against. You know, and I've spent time with all of them. They're all they're all good people and it's uh so it's it's just awesome to be in there with him yeah so. uh, an absolutely stacked couple categories you're in there and we should also mention troy kokel who's a big part of this whole looking for a lockdown project is also up for two awards this weekend no big deal no big deal troy's a great great guy and incredible talent great songwriter absolutely and, uh, i've always um I've always really looked up to him. I remember the first time I heard Pickup Truck and I was like, dang, <laughs> that's that's going to be a massive hit, you know? Yeah, so yeah. good for him. Good on him for, for him and Johnny and, and uh, um, their duet project. And I, I just think all that's so great. So so great. So great. Uh, the reason we were talking today, looking for a lockdown, the single, it supports the Unison Benevolent Fund. It's out now. Everybody buy 20 copies of it at least. Absolutely. Buy as many as you can. Yeah. Dish them out to friends. Everybody exactly. buy a coffee. It's for a good cause. Everyone buy a coffee. <laughs> <laughs>